Hi everyone, this is your Dungeon Master Frank here to welcome you to this episode. In the last episode, we found our heroes dealing with the truth of Ace's death. Now, having found out the real story, they have a greater understanding of what they're up against. As they head to Seashale to find a ship towards their next destination, what sort of new challenges will they face? Find out in episode 15, Seashale by the Seashore. So you guys wake up the next morning early at the Lost and Hound, and are greeted by the sun gently peeking over the tree line into your your rooms. Today is the day that you head out for Seashell. So you all gather down at the base of the the tavern in the the main hall and are greeted by Howie, the proprietor of the Lost and Hound, and Mr. Peabody, a.k.a. Roger, who are sitting at the table that Mr. Peabody has taken for himself on the back of the, um, the tavern. And they're, they're going over something together. Other patrons are starting to awaken. They're going down for their breakfast, their, their morning ale, et cetera, et cetera. Um, everyone go ahead and give me a notice check, please go ahead and just get that first roll right out the gate. Yeah, here we go. First roll. Get my, uh, <laughs> my oh my God. <laughs> Oopsie. Lucky number two. 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 I can beat that. Two. <laughs> you you too, Daniel Benji. Blair. I got a one. So oh did I. Oh, uh, we are so not morning people. <laughs> I got a 12. Well, I rolled a 12. <laughs> oh, wait, so, wait. No, it is. Day starting um, out. Great. I agree. Yeah, see We're a little, a little shook. Total. A little off. We're shook. Both. Shook if. All right. Minus me. I'm alert. I've had my coffee. Well, your average alert. Yeah, <laughs> you're, better you're than all average. these guys. Your average, average alert. Man, yes. that's what I strive for. <laughs> um, okay, so, well, none of you really notice anything out of the, nor- the ordinary. Just standard clientele, people coming and going. A um, dragon could go through this tavern and I wouldn't have a freaking clue. <laughs> that's true. Uh, so you, you guys all, all head down there. And immediately as you're coming down one by one, Mr. Peabody sees you and motions you over to the uh the table where a, a map has been uh sort of sprawled out on the on the uh tabletop so he points with a, a pudgy claw at a little mark on the map it's a, it's a map of pugmire not the entire kingdom but you can see up north where boerpa is you can see where you are right now at the Lost and Hound. Gordon, you can actually see where Bray Orchards is. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool looking at this map. Um, and you can see a line drawn from the Lost and Hound down towards a small seaside town called Seashale. Now, Roger has marked two paths on this, on this map. And he... Um, he waits for you all to gather around before he says in a low voice, I've marked two trails through here. One takes you down through the King's Road, and one will take you through a side path through the forest that I have marked here. There are pros and cons to both directions. If you take the King's Road, obviously you'll get there quicker, but you might run into um, prying eyes. Or if you go down through this path that I've marked here, he moves his finger down towards the one going through the through the woods this will get you there you're less likely to be seen but it'll take you longer and i have no idea what sort of 
things you might run into the woods. We know that there are bandits here. Obviously, you took care of that, but I can't speak for what you might find in this direction. Times are changing, and even at the best of times, there are things, both natural and unnatural, that tend to to skirt the civilized areas. Which pay, which direction you choose, which way you go is up to you. All I can say is these are your options. If you're looking to get there quicker, I'd recommend the King's Road. But if you're looking to get there a bit more secretly, I would take this direction. What do you say, my companions? Quick or quiet? Mm-hmm. I'd say quick. I mean, it doesn't doesn't feel like we have much time, really, right? This is going to be an attack. So we've got to get sure. there as soon as we can. So Toby's just sitting there, like, rubbing his eyes, like, I'll go wherever you guys are going. I'm gonna get you Toby feeling a little sleepy? I just woke up. I rolled a freaking one. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, So, uh, Roger rolls up the map and puts it into um, a bag. He, uh, He motions towards Howie, and he begins moving towards the back of the tavern, uh, towards the back door, how he like quickly snaps his fingers at one of his, um, his employees and they take over running the, uh, the bar side as he leads you guys out back towards where the stables are kept. Um, as you guys are finally make it outside, he does a quick look around, make sure that no one is around before he heads towards the stables and opens it up, revealing, you know, horses inside this area so he as as he's walking he's talking to you each as a group and he says i've packed up rucksacks for all of you inside are enough rations to get you through a week if you're and if you're you're being sparing it could last up to a week and a half i have water food um cloaks whatever whatever you would need to uh to survive and he pulls out the cloaks one by one. Uh, what colors do you guys want? Mm. What color uh, cloak? Gray. gray? Um, I think uh, I'll take a navy blue. Navy blue? Yeah. I'll take a brown hooded one. Brown hooded. And Gordon? I will go with a very dark, earthy green. Excellent. Be sure to mark that down on your guys' sheets, whatever you guys have, to so you remember what, what colors you have. Um, Bjorn yeah. takes a a very dark brown that basically wraps him up like he's a babushka. <laughs> um, as he, they, they lead you into the stables. Uh, you guys get to look at the horses. So there are five horses. There is a spotted brown and white one. There is a, a blonde or, you know, like a yellow horse with a, uh, a braided, brown mane and tail there's a jet black horse with a buzz cut mane a gray horse with a white mane and tail and a simple brown horse with very long and luscious locks we'll start with benji well let's see um um and they all have four legs and uh, this, uh, I don't know that the. You, and about this time, people were kind of figuring out Dante doesn't know shit about horses. 
So Bjorn's also standing next to you, Dante, and he's tapping his his snout with a with a a claw, and he he looks at you and he goes, "Um, what do they does, does, do the colors mean they go faster?" I don't know. I heard red makes it go faster, but there's no red horse here. Uh, I, I have heard if you paint red stripes on a boat, it makes the ship go faster. Oh, that's true. At least I think so. Um, I think just go with one that looks like it's not breathing hard. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay. Well, also how you would talk about brothels. <laughs> wow. Oh, Dante, we're going to have to have a talk later. <laughs> Bjorn nods sagely. <laughs> And he says, what? (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you. No, never mind. Bad subject. (laughs) So, horses. I'll take the black one. Okay, Dante's the black one. Dodger. Uh, Toby is looking around and everything. He got a little distracted at all the inventory. He's like, oh, oh, my turn. Okay. Um, He goes up to the the brown one with the long locks. He's like, this one looks good. I'll I'll, I'll take this one. And starts packing. CJ? <clears throat> oh, well, you know, I've always been kind of a... Uh, I like spots. I like spots. I'm going to take the spotted one. Okay. Gordon? What's left? <laughs> there's there's <laughs> the uh, the blonde one and the gray one. Uh, um, what's, does the gray one look like, you know, good? I tell, so Bjorn is already looking at the blonde one because it matches his hair. <laughs> and he he jumps on, he like does his best to climb up the saddle. Well, well I guess I'm kidding the gray one. Yes. Well, I was going to say, I saw your other horse, Gordon, and I'm pretty sure this is going to be an upgrade, whichever way you cut it. So. Well, what are you, hang, hang on. What are you talking about? What other? Are you talking? are you talking about? He's talking she, about your ass. She? Gets the job done. She brings results. You don't okay. know her. And yeah, well, the, well, <laughs> results don't mean that much, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, results. I'm just saying you you obviously care about function over style. So. Yeah, I guess this one's it's not bad. It's, it's no, it's no. Please die, but it's it's like a so, please die too. Gordon, so should we not be telling this about or not telling this to please die when we go back home? Yeah, let's keep, keep this quiet. If we could keep this between all of us, we, that'd be great. I don't want her to find out about, it, about, about this. All right. right. Your secret is safe with me. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Excellent. So you guys pick your horses and, and gather up in this area. Uh, Howie's attaching the saddlebags and things to your guys' you know, saddles. And Roger stands there in front of you all before you head out, and he seems uncomfortable for a moment. He's fidgeting with his uh, his a hand axe that's at his side, um, and it takes him a moment to find the words for what he wants to say before finally speaking. I want to wish you all the best of luck. Once you get to Sea Shale, find a ship, get to Gilligrod, do what you have to do from there. What I'm asking for you to do is something that shouldn't be asked of anyone. You're taking something upon your shoulders right now that is unthinkable. The weight that you have to carry is unfair to all of you, but someone has to carry it. And 
I'm glad that it's you all. Once you get to Seashale and every other stop from then on forward, I need you to write to me here. Tell me where you are. Tell me what's going on. Use code everywhere that you can. And I'll do my best to read between the lines. Let me know where you're going. Keep me up to speed and I'll do what I can from here. Is that understood? Understood. Yes. Well, of course, Senior Peabody. He he nods and kind of steps him and Howie step to the side, allowing you guys to leave the the stables uh, without having to go around them. And is there anything else you guys want to say or ask before you head out? Mm, not here. Just uh, maybe. A, uh, how do I sit on this thing? Don't You're worry, Dante. <laughs> oh, uh, I'll, I'll turn teach you on the way. I, I handled, I handled them back at the, oh. the kitty. <laughs> Sorry, CJ <laughs> fell off the horse. <laughs> Help! <laughs> Help um, me! I don't, can't. Don't worry, Don. I can't get on this thing. <laughs> I can't. Don't worry, you too. Get on CJ, this thing. CJ, are you still drunk? Look! Look! Shh! shh. Ooh, ooh. No! Easy on that breathing. <laughs> I say as I actually take a sip of wine. <laughs> oh, oh, great. We got two Dantes now. <laughs> what time is it right now? Oh, it's one o'clock. I could start drinking. <laughs> this is getting in, out of hand. Now there's two of them. Little and Star Wars joke for you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. So does anybody have anything they want to say or are you going to get on the road? Um, hey, uh, Mr. Peabody. Uh, is there anybody in Seashell that I can go to for this? I'm going to point at my breastplate. Seashell is a... Uh, it's a port town. You won't really find much in the way of armor and the weapons that you find. Well... Well, will he, there be anybody that can fix it? Fix it. You'd probably find a blacksmith, but I'll tell you this. <laughs> Have you ever been on a ship? Um, a pretend one. So no. Yeah, probably not. No. He has I'm gonna been go on no. a friend ship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna he- glare at CJ. What? <laughs> oh, that was funny. <laughs> um, he 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 takes a step closer to you, Gordon. He he kind of wraps on your your breastplate. <laughs> if you get on a ship. If you can, wear this as little as possible. Okay. Is that... I'm feeling a little nervous. Now, after you said that, can I ask why? If you fall overboard wearing this, you won't come back up. The weight will carry you down. point. Fair and valid. he He motions with a thumb over at Dante. Most... Sailors wear leathers, maybe chain, for that very reason. Now, I'm not saying... If we do get the ship, I'm not going to be wearing even this much. So, I would recommend... You'd probably have better luck at Gilligrod. Okay. 
you're you're fine for right now but once you're on on a ship in case there's any in fact i wouldn't even wear that right now that's what know. what like i could uh, it might give strain to the horse just just saying no that's that's not quite it these these horses oh, okay. are are bred for this i would say that because a boston terrier wearing ill-fitting armor sort of stands out true okay fair i'm gonna shimmy out of my uh my my chest plate and try to find a Do you spot just, for does it. Does it just fall off you like a hula hoop? <laughs> yes, actually. I, I actually crawl through my right armhole and then just spin around and grab it. I would recommend you, you attach to your horse? Yeah. Okay. I would recommend once you get into town, see if you can find some leathers or maybe even a chain shirt you can wear in the meantime until you get to get to land or can get that fitted to you perfectly. Okay. Um, so he, he nods and kind of looks at you guys if you have anything else you want to say or um, ask. Actually, I do. Um, so I, I kind of get closer to him so it's not everyone can hear. Uh, is there anything, once I get to Gilligrod, anything that you would like me to tell Wyla? Anything you would need me to know about him? What are you saying? Shh. <laughs> um, so Roger looks a little uncomfortable at this and he uh he nods and he reaches into his cloak and pulls out a letter and he hands it to you but before you you reach for it he like pulls it back briefly mm-hmm. and looks at you in the eyes and says no one can read this but Weiler of course you have my and word no one's going to open it he um he Turns ar- he turns the letter around and he shows you the seal, the wax seal that's on the back. Mm. And it has the Vermingard seal Tight. stamped onto it. If this seal is broken, there's no guarantee he will believe this was written by me. I see. <clears throat> I see. Okay. Well, it, it will not be opened, I swear to you. It will go directly to his paws and nothing more. And then he hands you the letter, and as he does that, he reaches to his bandolier and pulls out a hand axe and mm. hands that to you as well. A hand axe? Is this is this his? No, this is mine. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you giving it to me? In case he doesn't believe you. I'm going to brandish an axe at him? Be like, hey, <laughs> read this damn letter. <laughs> I think it's- Listen here, you piece of shit. This is from Roger. <laughs> <laughs> he'll know it's he'll know it's mine. Ah, I see. Okay. Well, thank you. So he hands it over to you, and as you're like you you're handling it, it's a simple hand axe. There's nothing like fancy about it. Um go ahead and give me a dexterity check. Ooh, a dex, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Dex is a D twenty, right? Yeah, plus yeah. your dexterity modifier. Plus one. Okay, cool. Haha, <laughs> 15. This hand axe, while being simple, like a very simple design, it's not, there's no frills or anything to it. It's it's weighted perfectly. So like you're you're holding it and it doesn't feel too heavy on the, the head. It doesn't feel, the, the the whole axe itself is perfect for throwing. And you can tell he's gone over substance over style of course it seems like his style anyway yes so he he hands that to you with the letter and then takes a step back 
Um, and he, he looks at you all and nods at you each individually and says, good luck. You too. I mean, shit. Thank you. <laughs> for, for Pugmire, for the monarchies, for all animal kind. Good luck. Oh, that's, that's, that's a little heavy. Yes. He, he shrugs his shoulders and he says, this is, this is it. This is what we're fighting for. I'm going to take off. Full gallop. Um, All right. So you guys heading out? Yes. Dante tips his hat and then goes, okay, Horsey, go now. (laughs) Giddy up. Giddy up or down something. I'm not sure. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to have you guys do a ride check. So let's go ahead and do handle animal, everybody. And I believe that is Charisma? charisma. Yeah. Oh, man, I don't have a modifier for my charisma. You're at zero? Yeah. All right, just roll it. 17 for Toby. 20 for Gordon. 19 for CJ. <gasps> Seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me that get That works out perfectly. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay, so... Uh, Bjorn got a 10, so he's, like, doing his best. The horse is a little bit too big for him, and he's like, oh, okay, come <laughs> on, Thunder. Come on, Thunder. We can do this. Thunder. Um, That's so cute. And everyone else, you guys, you know, this is... Let's go ahead and make some decisions. Uh, we know that <laughs> that Dante is not very well acquainted with horses. Um, let's go with Toby. Toby, have you much experience riding horses? Not really much of riding them, but like I handled them once in a while because we have to like kind of put them in the stall in front of sure. a traveler's paw for okay. travelers and stuff. Okay, that makes sense. Um, let's go with CJ. CJ, do you have much experience in your life riding horses? Well, no, um, not riding them per se because I really wasn't allowed to go anywhere. Uh, but but I've, I've made my share of glue before. Yes. Uh, no. 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 Not like that. I know what happens if you don't giddy up. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it's about the same as as our little Toby here. I just would I would handle them, you know, cleaning stalls constantly and everything sure. else. You know, it's it's a thing. Yes. But I, I I'm not a stranger to a horse. Okay. And Gordon, we know that you yep. are. Not I am no stranger. I am at full gallop, bro, and I am standing on this horse, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. So we, we so Gordon, Gordon's in the lead. Um, you guys make it out. And then with Bjorn's sake, Bjorn has never ridden a horse in his life, Aww. but he's doing what he can. Uh, he, he's trying. Um, so you, you guys head out of like the little path. And so you guys decided you're going to, to, onto the main road. I think we decided to do the, the King's road. The one that was quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So it takes you probably about 20 to 30 minutes to get off of like the side paths onto the main road. This, this main road is what takes from Beaurepas in the north all the way down to the south of the continent with branching off towards major landmarks and cities. This is what this road is maintained by your tax plastic. (laughs) This is it is everywhere. No, it's actually kept uh, well maintained. It's not 
cobblestone. It is in some spots. There are there's actually like uh, stone workings to make it um, easier to to maneuver. But uh, when you get to longer stretches, it's packed down dirt, and the road itself is wide enough to fit like a an army essentially so it's enough people can walk on this going the same direction or opposite directions and you'd still have feet apart the at its widest part of the the road it's probably about 20 to 30 feet wide um in where you're at right now but you know as you get further south away from the woods the road will open up to about 80 feet frank Um, one thing real quick, I just looked it up and Pugmire handle animal is a wisdom check. So Dante only actually got a four. Oh, nuts. It's not charisma based. It's wisdom based. Okay. Okay. Um, we let's do that from here on out. It will be wisdom. But for that first roll, that was you guys just trying to talk to your animal and charm it. And Dante did not do well. It doesn't speak Italian. It doesn't, (laughs) it doesn't know what you're saying. Yeah, so you you guys get on the main road. How are you doing this? So what what's what are you are you guys being? Are you separated? Are you uh, staying together? What's what's the deal? Fighting to stay on the horse. <laughs> I think I'm going to take the lead, but not too much of a lead. Maybe about by right. ten feet, sure. ten or fifteen feet. Just I'd be able to look back and see them. Fine. Excellent. Um, is anyone? So you you have your armor off. Yes. Is anyone else doing anything to disguise who they are besides wearing those cloaks? Um, I'm keeping my hood up. Okay. As usual. Do you have two hoods up? Yes. <laughs> I like it. Of course. Nothing for Toby. He just uh he wants to be in the back of the group. He's just examining the horn as we go. Excellent. Uh Bjorn is staying next to Dante and he's doing his best to help him. <laughs> Dante's holding onto the horse's neck right now tightly. He's like trying to grip on the saddle and is basically like lying over the back of the horse. Just like say, okay, nice horsey. Go that way. (laughs) You guys go ahead and give me a notice check, everyone. (laughs) Oh, no. What'd you get? I, I decided to... No, it's not. I'm not going to roll for it. I'm not going to roll for it. I'm going to give him an automatic failure on this. All right. Oh, really? He is, so, he is so determined to stay on this horse. How is he going to notice anything else going on? That's fair. That is very true. Well, I got a 23. Oh. Rolled a 19, and then I have plus three to notice. So. <laughs> Toby got a 12. Gordon got a 16. Excellent. Excellent. Um, okay, so the road is sort of sparse. It's fairly early in the morning. There are a handful of individuals going in the direction you are, but they're, you know, several hundred yards away. Um, there are people crossing your path, but they're kind of minding their own business. It's simple travelers, the occasional um, caravan of merchants, families of people every once in a while. Uh, you'll you'll see people camped off to the side, or even just like vendors selling their goods at more um, populated areas of the road. But overall, it seems like you guys are passing through unnoticed. Who got the highest? Was that CJ? Yeah. Yes. 
CJ. Yes. One you you kind of get the impression that ahead of you, one of the one of the groups ahead of you, you recognize them. Hmm. They they were some of the patrons at the Lost and Hound. Now, what that means for you depends on what you take from that. All you know is that they are heading in the same direction that you were, and they were staying at the same place you were. And they're ahead of us? They are. And what, pray tell, to these strangers look like? You remember them um, from this morning, actually, and they had been there the day prior as well. They sort of didn't stand out too much at the time, um, but you recollect that when you were talking to Roger and Howie and then going out into the back, uh, that it was three Dobermans. Hmm. Okay. They look like they were mercenaries. They're all wearing sort of battle-tested armor. You can tell the difference between like a soldier and a mercenary in the sense that the soldiers tend to keep their armor a little bit cleaner, less dinged up because, you know, less likely to run into actual yeah. combat. Whereas mercenaries sort of look like you guys, maybe a little bit more battle-hardened. So their armor has dings, scuffs, dents, uh, et cetera, et cetera. They tend to be dirtier. Um, so that's the impression that you got from that. Hmm. Well, then I will slow my horse down to go over to Dante <laughs> as he's struggling. Um, and when he has a, a rare moment of peace with this horse, um, I'll kind of try to get his attention and, and lean in. Like, don't don't those uh, those dogs up ahead look a little familiar to you? What dogs? Oh, Lord. The dogs, the dogs up ahead. Don't you see those three over there? They, they there are... is nothing but me and the horse, the horse and I. <laughs> well, I'm seeing <laughs> some horses straight ahead uh, that that were with us at the Traveler's Paw. So I, wait, the Traveler's Paw? No. Whew, sorry. <laughs> For home? Yeah. You're confusing me. It's uh... very easy right now. Look, the, so those dogs up ahead, I saw them earlier, and uh-huh. I just, I don't know, I, I feel like we should just kind of be wary for now, just to be aware that there are people that have followed us, followed us from the trap. Uh, damn it. Uh-huh. The Lost and Hound. You hear a voice above you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I think she didn't say line, please. <laughs> line. Sorry. <laughs> Look, there are some dogs up ahead that <laughs> have been following us from when we started traveling on this road. Oh, Bjorn's oh, staring at you, CJ, and he leans over to Dante. I think we need to get CJ to a doctor. <coughs> do we have to ride there? Uh, I'm smelling toast. So do you tell anybody else but Dante? Just Dante, because I know the dogs get a little excitable. So, so Dante said, perhaps you might want to tell... Gordon, and and especially Gordon, he can ride that beast, but uh, they might be a, oh, oh, steady, 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 nice, uh, whatever equine thing you are. Uh, so I'm not, you know, I'm new at this. You know, I found that it's easier. Ah, you, oh, and no. off a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Bjorn pulls to a stop and then hops off his and, and helps you back up. I, I find it easier if you name the horse. That way, it makes the horse feel bad if it disrespects you. 
Bastardo, come here. Do you go and tell Gordon? Yes, I ride up, galley up, over to Gordon. I just want to be known that I am laid back uh, with my legs crossed, my arms, or my, my hands, arms and hands folded around the back of my head while we are kind of cruising, not too fast, not too slow, keeping it totally casual. Continue. You can ride your bike with no handlebars. Yep. <laughs> I can race. I, I can ride Space Mountain with no safety bars. So I uh, gallop up to Gordon, give well, him hi, kind of a side look, like, hi. So, do you notice those dogs up ahead? Those dogs right there? Yes, those dogs right up there. Don't they look familiar to you at all? They. Uh, can I. I what did I roll? I rolled a sixteen. Did I do I see no, anything? Be, no. The the reason you don't? Oh, you I mean you see the dogs, but you don't recollect them yeah. because you, Dante, and Dodger did not roll very well inside the tavern this morning. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. All right. Um, no, I think they're just they're just going on a walk. We're going the same way. Well, they've been they've been with us since this morning. Hello. Huh. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm here. I'm here. I just can't. I can't get over how how cool I am on this horse right now. Um, Shut up! Telling you was a bad idea. You're t- okay. So you're saying that these guys have been following us since we left? Yes. Or we've are they in, they're in front of us or behind us? They're in front of us. Ah, I see. Okay, so well, I mean, that's you want to pick up the pace a bit? Do you want to? No, no. I'm just saying maybe just slow be, down. Just to be Look weary. Out. Don't pick it up. Don't pick it up. Is he okay back there? Is Dante okay? And he has Bjorn. It's fine. All I'm saying is we have to be weary of these dogs up ahead because they could, you know, know what we're doing or have some sort of inkling what we're doing. So just be aware. Maybe we shouldn't draw too much attention to ourselves. I don't know. Maybe ride the horse normally. You're just jealous. No. Because you can't do this. <sighs> I'm going to turn on my side, put one arm on my head. Kind of like David Hasselhoff's, David, David Hasselhoff's little picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, just God. Look at, my look at CJ. <laughs> like, hmm. it sucks not being cool, does it? Yes. Yeah. yes we'll keep an eye out. Okay. But also, let, let, um, let Toby know, since he's back there, maybe just in case if things go south, you can kind of keep an eye out for... Hey, why are we keeping things from each other? I just... I don't want it to be a big CJ deal. CJ doesn't want to talk to people, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be left just, alone. Just go let him know and... Because you don't know what's going on back there. Toby's back there. He can keep an eye out. Fine. And then you can stay quiet and not talk to us for the remainder of the trip. Good. I just kind of slow my horse down so that way I can... I also never look as cool as I do on this horse. Continue. I want to throw you over a cliff so bad. I just kind of turn around and and go back towards Toby. Uh, Toby? Hi. Little Tobias. Uh, uh, Please don't call me that. Tobias, the dogs up ahead have been with us since the beginning. Now I'm letting everyone know this. But don't make it into a big deal. We just need to be weary of these dogs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. I'll just be back here. I'll keep an eye out. 
Moreover, I'm trying to keep an eye out for Dante because he seems to be struggling in front of me. <laughs> and Gordon is just in his own head right now. You and I really need to be on the lookout because they're both having their own issues right now. I want it to be known that I am currently doing a handstand on the horse. He's showboating. We need to, yeah, we need to just <laughs> be on the lookout. So as you turn around, uh, CJ, mm-hmm. you see Dante is now on the back of Bjorn's horse holding him. <laughs> Like the, the Kim Kardashian and Kanye thing. Dante is on the back of Bjorn's horse with him as Bjorn is walking with uh, Dante's horse uh, attached to his. I, I think yeah, it's it's best. I feel like this is best. Are you comfortable, Dante? Uh, see, see. And you guys can hear Bjorn showing Dante how to move the reins and what he wants to do. It's like the blind leading the blind because even Bjorn doesn't know that well. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that if you pull up like this, it stops. Oh, you yeah, just you don't see? tell it to stop. Yeah, because it, 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 from what I have found, it doesn't understand English. I don't know if this horse speaks a different language, but I don't. this is all I know. So I can tell um, you this, Bjorn. It does not speak Italiano either. Hmm. Okay, yeah. So I think we're going to have to go with like, Using these reins. That's what it lo- that's what it looks like Gordon is doing. And I'm kind of going off of that. I don't think we're up to doing handstands on the back of the horse yet, but we'll get no. there. Mm-hmm. Are Sorry. you getting horse sick? I, no, I, I'm fine. <laughs> I, I, I'm a fine. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, my God. Nice. 9.95. Maybe you should have aimed it the other direction. You just puked on your horse. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, Uh, bastard, all right. (laughs) Okay. So you guys have all been made aware of the three dogs in front of you. They're they're quite a bit of ways. They can't hear you. You're not sure if they've noticed you behind them or not. But they seem to be going at a faster pace than you. So slowly you can see them getting further and further into the distance. So what is what pace are you guys setting? Uh, judging by what the map has said, you'll get there in a day if you stop for a few hours at night to uh, to rest. But if you go at a pretty consistent pace on these horses, I'm a little bit more than a, you know, if you're going about a trot. Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, yeah, everybody's just kind of hanging on their horse, making small talk, continuing. You guys are staying as a group with Gordon in front by a little bit. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Perfect. And before too long, it begins getting darker. You are more than halfway there. You guys have been on the road for at least eight hours. And you could tell your horses could use a, could use a nice rest. So do you pull off to the side? Do you, where do you go to, to make camp? If you decide to make camp, you could just get off your horses and walk it if you wanted to. For the love of man, please stop. Yes, I, I believe we should probably stop just for a little bit. Where's the e-brake on this thing? <laughs> uh, I'm going to drift this horse. Cue <laughs> Tokyo drift music. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so do you guys pull off to the side of the road or further into, like, further off the road? How, how where do you, how do you want to go about doing this? Um, hmm. 
I should I say we just stop off the the side of the road, really. I mean, we we eh, we could go in maybe a little bit just for for coverage. Stay out of sight. Okay. Are you trying to stay away from people? Yes, always. Always. Well, that was a silly question to ask CJ, but yeah. is everybody else fine with uh, staying off the beaten path to rest? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Are you guys going to camp together? Hmm. I mean, we might as well, right? I mean, we're all walking together. It would be weird if we separated. I'm going to have to sleep on my belly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you guys find a spot uh, not too far away from where you're at now, and you walk the horses off the path. You find a little trail that leads to some more coverage with some brushes and trees. And um, Bjorn jumps off his horse and tethers it to a tree where there's some nice grass for it to start grazing. And he reaches into his, um, his pack and pulls out a, uh, a water skin and fills up a, a cast iron pot that was given to your guys's packs and le- allows his horse to start drinking. And he starts doing one for um, Dante's horse as well. Dante is finding a stump and is going to rely on it. Posterior <laughs> up. <laughs> What's everybody else doing? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do the same uh, with my horse. I'm going to get him some water. Okay. So inside your guys' packs are sleeping rolls with um, little tent, like single person tents. Um, just enough to basically cover your your head and majority of your body. Your feet might stick out the bottom, but... Are it, there any pillows? Uh, whatever you have in your pack that could work as a pillow, I guess a cloak would probably be the, uh, the closest thing. Oh. <laughs> um, so do you guys take watch? What are your, who's going to do? Um, what? I don't mind taking watch. It's going to kind of roll out my sleeping bag and hang out with my horse, try to figure out a cool name for him. <laughs> Laser. Blazer. Taser. Taser. And Todd. And Todd. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so Gordon's going to take first watch. Anybody else? Mm, you know, I'll take second watch. Okay. Well, th- this depends. How long are you guys going to stay? Are you staying until morning? Or are you staying until, you know, just a couple hours of rest to get on the road? Well, I mean, I think... Right- I, I th- well, sorry to interrupt. Uh, oh, you're, you're fine. It, right now, it's, pr- it's roughly like... S- Eight o'clock at night. Oh, just a few hours. I I would suggest like maybe maybe four at the most. Okay, like a like a, a half rest. A cat yeah. nap, if you will. Yeah. Da- Dante. Da- <laughs> CJ. What? Is Dante crying? Yes. He doesn't like horses. Ah! There. Did you just laugh at him? I think he just screamed at you. You just walk up to Dante and scream in his ah! face. Ah! He'll he'll be okay. It just takes he needs to get his his horse legs. You want some 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 water, Dante? I shall name it not Bastardo, but Morte. He is death. <laughs> oh. Bjorn's sitting there pat- t- patting the top of your head. See now, I could be mean to you how you were on that ship when I was throwing up my fancy feast. <laughs> But I will be the bigger the bigger dog, and I will tell you, it's okay. Dante's really not having a good time right now. He's not used to it. It's fine. 
I, uh, He'll get there. I go over to- I have uh, blisters on my buttocks. I go over to, to Bjorn and whisper and just be like, doesn't it smell like fancy feast in here? And just kind of like laugh and nudge at him. I, I, Bjorn laughs back and he says, it's, it's Dante's horse. <laughs> it's, it's, he threw up on it. Are, you got, are we naming Dante's horse fancy feast? He said his name is Morte. My horse's name's Thunder. That's that's a kick-ass Its name, name is Morte. Marte? Or it is Morte. Morte Marty. is oh, death. <laughs> Not Morty. Morte. I didn't know Dante's eyes can get that wide. <laughs> He's having a moment. We'll just let him have this weird moment of of insecurity and sadness. Is this what I'm yes. sensing from you? Pain. Pain? It's important Pain. for personal growth. Mm, truly. I'm, I'm uh, going to go ahead and take growth. first watch then. You just okay. let me know if you guys need anything. Okay. And then uh, CJ's next. Dodger, what are you doing during this this whole thing? Um, I'm just setting up my own tent and everything. Uh, probably preparing like a small fire for food for everybody. Maybe. Okay. Cool. So you you guys go ahead and and start setting up your little campsite and getting ready. Uh, so Gordon, you're gonna watch for two hours, and then CJ's gonna watch for two hours. Is that what you guys decided? Yes. Cool. So you are off the beaten path. Every once in a while, you'll hear a carriage or uh, horses go by, but no one comes into your little area to bother you. Do you basically, are you guys waiting? Is anyone trying to sleep during this time? I'm sleeping. Okay. CJ sleeping. Gordon's awake. Uh, Toby, are you sleeping? Yeah, I'll fall asleep after I uh, finish dinner for everybody, clean up and head bed. Okay. And then uh, Benji? Uh, Dante's trying to sleep, but every now and then he wakes up with a start and kind of like a uh, little bit, ah, ah, the wind, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> and then goes back to sleep fitfully. Okay. So, Gordon, I'm going to go ahead and do some quick rolls real quick. <clears throat> Gordon, on your watch, it's uneventful. Um, what are you doing to spend your time while you're awake? You're just kind of just sitting around watching. Um, I'm going to go ahead. Do I have any parchment or like anything to write, like a letter to back home? Because it's been uh, a, you're, oh, you're going to write? Yeah, I was going to write something uh, for the Brays out in Bray Creek because I don't I haven't written to them since we left Beauregard. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just going to kind of give them an update on what's going on how rad I've been and that I have this new horse, but I am confident that please die is okay. Okay. Are you, what are you saying in the letter? Are you trying to be as vague as possible or are you yes, just like, I am trying to be very vague. I'm just going to kind of say, hi mom. Hi dad. Uh, it's me. Um, <laughs> do you, do you write that? Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, <laughs> I it's definitely me. write that. Uh-huh. It's me. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and just say, um, I've been having a great time. I've met new friends. And I am conquering new challenges and adventures. And I hope to see you guys soon. I am okay. Please give my love to Grandpa. Tell Brandon I hate him still. And... I'll see you soon. Excellent. All right. And before too long, your two hours is up and it is now CJ's time. CJ, yes. what do you do for those two hours? Well, 
I... Also, it should be it should be noted if you guys remember when you guys fought Spot and then went through all their stuff. You guys have those ladybug earrings. So I don't know if you remember that they were basically walkie talkies. Yeah. So we have to meditate. They, yes, right? you have to be attuned. So two people can wear them, one in each one for each person, but they both have to be meditated on to become attuned with it. I don't know if you guys remembered that, but I wanted to give that as a because you guys have had um, some time as you've been walking while you're on your horseback. You can use that opportunity to who has do that. Them. So, yeah. So who wants them? This is a group discussion, so everybody can decide. Let's try not to talk over each other, and we'll we'll figure out who who wants to keep them. Um. Well, we need to figure out two people who's, that it would work with the most. Who's awake? I we, we're out of character. This is this is out of character. This okay. could have been decided while you guys were on horseback. Okay, something um, retroactively. Right. Uh, I th- so it can only be tuned to two people permanently. It's not permanent. Okay, but you would have just, to spend the time to. Yes. Okay. Think of it as getting a new smartphone. You gotta like go through it, kind of figure out how it works, kind of yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah. But other people could use it, but they gotta figure out how to use it. Gotcha. Exactly. Hey, close to home, Frank. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um. Well, I think like currently in this specific situation, since it's CJ and I keeping watch, we might as well have them. Yeah. But we didn't know that when we were on our horses because we're like making this decision retroactively. Yeah, and we're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna. We're gonna go back and just say that you guys did this on, on the way. Here. Okay. Um. Well, I'll be out of this since I was with the uh, the horn. I was looking at that one the whole time. And then Dante was busy trying to not throw up on his horse and stay on it at the same time. And I mean, so. Bjorn does know like meditation and stuff and things. It, and he seemed like he had his shit together while we were riding horses. So maybe it could be Bjorn and someone else. Sure. Bjorn would yeah. be fine with that. I mean, I don't mind taking it. All right, cool. Okay, so Bjorn and Gordon? Yeah. Sure, Bjorn. Bjorn. Cool. So the two of you guys have them. Um, all you have to do is wear like wear them, and then essentially what it does is it gives you... Uh, you can just talk to each other from a distance. I don't remember if I gave you guys a... No, I don't think the, spe- the specifics were given. A distance. It actually I'll, pieces I'll... you guys together like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah! Could it be like Dude, Double Dragon? Yeah. Double dragon. Um, huh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we'll we'll I'll tell you guys about the the distance soon. Um. All right. So CJ, mm, you're yes. up. You're you're keeping watch. Do you do anything for those two hours, or are you just kind of mm, watching? Well, I name my horse. Mm-hmm. And what is it? War maiden. War maiden. Nice. Mm, yes. Strong. Powerful. Should win an award. Uh, that sounds familiar. Truly, it does. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I don't know, just some kind of reflection. She's she's feeling a little a little freaked out because you know we're on our way to meet Wyla, and it, it's it's a thing for her. I feel like so she's just looking at the hand axe and just kind of scared for two hours. <laughs> little little anxious ball of anxiety that she is. Okay. Cool. So I did a roll. You nothing happens in those two those two hours, Ooh. and it is now time for you to awaken your compatriots 
and get back on the road. Mm, yes. Awaken. Awaken, chicken. No. Um, <laughs> arise. Arise, chicken. Arise. No, I just kind of pet everyone. <laughs> no pun intended, but just kind of, hello, wake up. We'll go to Gordon first. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, we have to get up soon. Wakey, wakey. Oh, oh, get up so you can show off. Have, have more minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll come back to you. And then I go up to Toby and just kind of, hey, buddy. Poke, poke, poke. Uh, morning. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Have it's to go time already? to wake up now. Uh, okay. Mm. Are we heading out immediately or are we uh, uh, you know, eating a little breakfast? A little, yeah, we'll wake up, have a little bit of breakfast, and then we'll head on out. Okay. I I'll go start up fixing too. something up. Good. And then I go up to, to Dante. Hey, buddy. And just kind of. Por favor. You're good. You're awake. But that means you're going to have to ride your horse soon. So get your shit together. Oh. And then I go off to, to Bjorn. Hi, sweetheart. And kind of just pet the top of his head a little bit with my paw. Just, hey, buddy. It's time to wake up. Uh, now. Good morning, mom. Oh. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I mean, CJ. Uh, <laughs> Dude, did you just call teacher mom? Oh, that's so <laughs> embarrassing for you. <laughs> well, Wait, good so, morning. <laughs> so, yeah, Bjorn gets up and he he begins his morning stretches. and Katas. Uh, his katas. So this is something you guys have noticed with traveling with him. Uh, he When he wakes up, he's like up and at him. And he immediately starts doing his morning exercises and and stretches so it's not uncommon to see him like walk away for a while and then hear him punching a tree or something <laughs> I had to punch a tree did a million sit-ups perfect all that stuff dante yes, oh go ahead please gordon oh uh just real quick we only so we got there at eight stayed you four slept. out rest less okay so slept for four hours so it should be around midnight yes and you guys are making food and then you're gonna head on the road okay all right, cool. So it, it is it is like the middle of the night, so it is still very dark. Um but the uh you guys have still probably about six to seven hours worth of travel ahead of you. So you are all start you guys are like hanging out, getting ready, having some food, and then getting on the road. Perfect. Is that okay. Cool. Does anybody want to do anything before you guys hit on hit the road? Pray. Pray. <laughs> um, no, no, I think we're good, actually. I, I was going to yeah. say something along the lines of helping Dante with his horse, but how the hell am I going to do that? So Aha. He has to learn. He does, truly. He, he does. comes, he goes, goes out to the woods for a bit, comes back. He has got his extra, because he had a cape before. He put his normal cape t- uh, bundled up with a belt on his bum and is saying, I am ready now. <laughs> uh, is Bjorn still doing his stretches and katas and stuff? Uh, he's back. Ah, okay. I was about to be like, can I join you? But no, oh, no, do you it's, want- it's fine now. It's fine. It's okay. I, I didn't know what you wanted. If you wanted to, you've, that's why I brought it up. If you wanted to go and join him and do his, his stuff with him. Yes. I kind of walk over. Hey, hey, Bjorn. Yes, CJ. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, what you're doing looks looks really cool over here. It is cool. Can I join you? Can you teach me of some course. things? He his eyes kind of go wide and then his his mouth turns into a huge grin. He's like, nothing would make me happier. 
and so he he immediately drops into his like his poses and he's like teaching you how to how to you know stand correctly and center yourself mm-hmm. and, and as he's doing it his tail's wagging constantly as he's <laughs> showing you how to do some cool moves and he's like so li- this one i call um uh this is kick punch and he kick and punches and i call this one um punch kick and he punches and kicks wow this is interesting <laughs> yeah it's cool um but so you you can see where he's been working it's this this tree that he's been uh practicing the same punch over and over into so he like he stands back he pulls his fist down to his hip and then shoots forward with it and you can see he's actually knocked the bark off of this spot jesus and he's been like just punching it and there's just a uh, like a, a hollow thud with each with each hit and he says you know my mom said that to practice that that she does not fear the man who's practiced a thousand moves but she fears the person who's practiced one move a thousand times Ooh, your mother's very smart she's a smart cat she is she's very smart and i've been practicing this punch so if i ever have to fight a tree that tree is fucked absolutely <laughs> and he he hits it again and you can see he's like flexing his his paws making fists and he uh he says, "When I when I find my center, when I when I finally figure it out, I'm gonna be able to punch with like fire or or um, ice or something." Is that Just what you like want? Applause. Well, yeah, that's exactly what I want. What, I mean, what element would you want? Would you want ice, fire, earth, wind, wind, water, heart? <laughs> um, like a monkey. He, he he shrugs his shoulders and he's like, "I I don't know." It's you don't get to choose. It's whatever is inside of you. You're you're letting out whatever element you are closest to. So I I don't know. I don't know what it'll be. Well, I can't wait to find out and see. Well, me neither. But it's probably going to be a while. I mean, my mom said that she didn't find her center until she was thirty. So wow. I I've got a I've got a while. You do. The, there there is there is stories of people younger than that who've attained their element but those are legends really and it's it's few and far between what makes my my mom and the other claws so special is that they can all do it and that's some people train their entire lives and they'll, they'll never be able to do it i just hope that i can i'm sure you can i'm very sure Did you just try to speak like me how dare you <laughs> you know when you hear something constantly <laughs> you start to do it you start slipping uh, into it. I get it. Sometimes I start speaking like Dante. Oh, do you? Let me hear <laughs> your mean, best Dante. Dante. <laughs> My name is Dante Hilvelasi. Oh. Um, and I hate I hate my horse. Mm, that's a very good Dante impersonation. <laughs> Thank you. I've been practicing. Yes, you have. Um, so yeah, he teaches you, yeah. he shows you more of his moves before you guys head back towards the group. Um so everyone's had breakfast. Well, fourth meal i guess because it is midnight um and uh toby what did you make everybody just uh biscuits something like real quick and easy hell yeah hell yeah should have left it to the cat to make biscuits i could have made biscuits with my paw pads Ooh. exactly racist exactly. <laughs> that would have been gross <laughs> um Cool. So you guys all hop back on your horses and get back on the road? Hell yeah, partner. Let's go. Hop 
is not the best term, but yes. Do you, Dante, do you feel com- comfortable riding your own horse or do you hang out with, uh, with Bjorn? He's now that he has his new accoutrement uh-huh. and he is going to try this on his own horse. He's going to be his own cat. Excellent. All right. Everybody give me a handle animal check. And if you do not have handle animal, it is wisdom. May I uh, take a disadvantage on this? You may, if you'd like. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no. A two and a three. Perfect. A four and a three. Oh, my I got Lord. Seven. How the fuck? Well, oh, I did only have a few world. hours of sleep, so maybe. I got a 16 and 17. <laughs> Excellent. And Gordon? I got a 17. 17. All right. And Bjorn got. Hell yeah. You rolled a 19. So Bjorn, Bjorn's like, I'm rested. I'm ready to go. Let's go, Thunder. Yeehaw! Um, but unfortunately, CJ and Dante, the two of you, not so good. Not so hot. Why am I having such a hard time today? It's ridiculous. It's a cat thing. I was doing so thing. good yesterday. Well, you know, it, it comes and goes. Hell, I even you named got- my horse. You did. I, I, I. It's not. It's not perfect rules. Bjorn says as he <laughs> rears back on his horse and he goes away, thunder. Um. But the two of you, you, you guys are on the horse. But if you guys had to do anything more than a trot, you'd fall right off. And a full gallop, forget about it. Okay. It's. And just so you know, if anything were to jump out of the the woods and startle your horse, you're all ending up flat on your ass. Amazing. <laughs> With the exception of Gordon, Toby, and uh, the dogs. Bjorn. The dogs are solid. Um, so Dante's just as he's riding, he's going, ow, 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 ow. Yep, you're, you're bouncing up and down repeatedly. Um, Alright. So you, you get back on the road, and now that it's so late, there's nobody. You don't see anyone traveling. As you go down the path, Every once in a while, you'll see the the light of campfires off to the side, some smoke, people, you know, camping out for the night. But after a few hours, the darkness gets darker. And are you guys using a lantern or anything to, uh, you know, light your way? Because there, there isn't any out, just the moonlight. And as it gets, you know, later or earlier, rather... Uh, the moon starts disappearing, and well, that's up to the dogs because the dogs are going to be up ahead. I think moonlight until we absolutely have to. Right. So after, yeah, after at about three a.m., the the light's almost completely gone. Um. So do you light a lantern? Just one, kind of like what we did back in the in the in the caverns. Yes, just one. Yeah. Cool. And so you, you have that like attached and you can kind of see in front of you, but ultimately it is still very dark. It's a very clear night um, from where you are. But uh, everyone give me a notice check, please. And I'll be right back. 22. 12 for me. I am declaring an automatic botch. Mm. Okay, automatic because- botch. Which means, does that mean I get a fortune point? <laughs> uh, I think what the rule was, was when it was something that was... Um, yeah, I, I know. I was, I was Story-driven, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
but I'm keeping track of these. These are these are nice, good little flavor flavor rolls. Um, so, so so Benji, you got a botch. What did everybody else get? I got a twelve. Twelve. Twenty two for Toby. I got a sixteen. Excellent. So everyone, with the exception of Dante, you can smell the sea breeze. You can, as you're starting to get closer to your destination, you can smell the ocean. The wind is getting a little, is picking up a little bit more. Above you, the sky is clear. You can see thousands of stars, and it it's pretty stunning. But when you start to look east, you can see clouds. Fairly, fairly heavy dark clouds blacking out the sky over the ocean. Oh, that's good. And as dawn begins approaching, travelers start to pick up. You can tell you're closer to a, a settlement, a city, a town or something, because you're starting to see more signs, more roads going off in different directions, small little trails, people passing by going, you know, first thing in the morning to wherever they need to go. And at about 8 a.m., you see the sign for Seashale. Your destination is only two miles away. So Bjorn pulls to a stop in front of the sign and sort of looks at all of you guys and says, so so, so how are we doing this? What are, we, are we just going in? Um, yeah, I guess. On foot. I'm going in on foot. Okay, I guess we can walk our horses from here. Give uh, Dante's butt a a rest. A well-deserved rest. Um, Grazie. But, uh, I think we should, you know, keep it quiet. Should be low profile. I mean, I could go first. (gasps) You are pretty stealthy. That's correct. And we got these cool earrings. He, oh, like flicks his ear. That's right. I'm gonna also flick my ear in unison. Yeah. So we're just flicking our ears for a quick flicking minute. Ears. Yeah. Then, I. Uh, I are can you go flicking on. done? <laughs> we're done. We're done. We're done. I'm done flicking. Um, we could. I could go by myself, or I can go with somebody else, and then we can report to the rest of the group. Which one? Which pair of us looks the most inconspicuous. Bjorn. Well, but Bjorn, but Bjorn and who else? It can't be one well, of the not cats. The cat. No, especially not the one with the, with the uh, cloak on his butt. Alright, Toby. You and Bjorn, go in, scope it out. I'll be on the ladybug. I'm gonna flick, I can continue to flick my ear a bit. Just a little bit more. Keep flicking my ear. <laughs> Toby keeps looking at you like flicking in the ears like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Alright, let's go Bjorn, come on. All right, so Bjorn and Toby, uh, go ahead of you guys. Are you guys waiting by the sign, or are you going to slowly make your way towards the town? Slowly make our way towards the town. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Give on a foot. good, like, berth between the two groups, though. So. Yeah, on foot. Okay. So, uh, quick quick thing about the earrings. Um, do we have to say it out loud, or do we have to think it? You have to say it out loud. Okay. Um. So... After maybe about 20 or 30 minutes, Gordon, mm-hmm. you hear a soft note voice in your 
your head, like right out that out of, out of that ear, like somebody's whispering into that ear. I'm gonna throw a chop hand that uh, Bjorn taught me because it startled me. <laughs> but then I'm gonna realize that it's just a ladybug. Yeah, you you hear Bjorn say, J- "Testing one two one two, Gordon, can you hear me?" This is Gordon. Bjorn, Gordon, over. can you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> um, and he, yeah, I I can hear you. You can hear me. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Perfect. This is crazy. We're, yeah, I know this is so cool. It's so cool. Um, all right, we're we're almost into town, so I'll 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 give you a heads up. Okay, sounds good. So, Toby. <laughs> yes, Toby. <laughs> you and uh, Bjorn make your way towards the town. It, it goes pretty quick. You guys are not move. You're you're moving at more than a trot, so you're you're trying to get there fairly fast. And you see it. You see the town. It is a very sleepy-looking seaside town. Not very big. Not nearly as big as Beaurepa. It is smaller by very many degrees. Um, But it does look like it's starting to pick up. You can see the harbor. You can see all of the, the storefronts, the houses. You'd estimate that the amount of people who live here is probably more than 50, but less than a hundred. Okay. Um, uh, Toby kind of takes all of this in. Cause this is like a brand new town he's ever been in. <laughs> yes. And you can see tall ship masts going well above even the highest building, the highest building being the tavern at three stories near the front entrance of the town and it's named the soggy doggy. You can see that the, um, it has a giant wooden sign out front that says the name and it is emblazoned with a, uh, what looks to be a wet long haired dog on the sign. Toby's a little like kind of just not disgusted, but like, huh? Interesting. (laughs) Yeah, not bad. <laughs> um, go ahead and give me a notice check. You got it. Uh, so go ahead and give me a notice check, Dodger. Okay. Eleven. Eleven. Let me get Bjorn a chance. Okay. So Bjorn rolled a seventeen. Uh, you. How are you doing this? Are you guys just walking down into the dead center of town, or are you kind of just waiting on the outskirts, looking in? Um, we're walking in the dead center of town. Um, by that time, like once we got to the edge of town, we got off our horses and we're walking it through. Cool. So you get off the horse with Bjorn and start walking into town. Uh, people are getting about moving. Shop stalls are opening. It's like a like an open air market in certain spots where people are just like, you know, fishmongers selling textiles. You see sailors loading and unloading things down at the, the docks, not that far away. Does bonjour um, start playing from being the bonjour. bonjour. <laughs> um, but something catches your eye and immediately Bjorn sort of pulls you back away from the main part towards one of the buildings and, and puts a points a finger out. Those three dogs that you had seen on the way into town, the ones that CJ had pointed out Mm -hmm. stand there with what looks to be city guard. They are not Beaurepas guard. They are not 
uh, Soldiers of the Crown, they look like they're just like City Watch hmm. members, and they're having a discussion. You're too, you're still too far away to hear what they're saying, but it looks like they. So it's the three Dobermans, mm-hmm. and it looks like he they're talking to three guards, and the Doberman has an unfurled scroll and is pointing out it pretty aggressively. Oh. Um, so I go over to Bjorn. Hey, hey, Bjorn, we should probably put on our hoods just in case. I mean, looks like some guards are out and about right now. I think that's a good idea. He he throws his hood, his hood up. Should I, should I tell the others or should we find out some more? Um, let's go find out some, some more real quick. Um, is there a, um, like a stall or anything near the guards in these, um, Dobermans? Yes. It looks like there's a fruit vendor that's not too far away. That's, um, uh, just setting up. I, I go to VR and like, hey, follow my lead. We're going to go buy some fruit. Oh, okay. So I go over there and then with our hoods on, I try to disguise my voice to the merchants, like buying stuff, but moreover, listening over to the people. Okay. So go ahead and give me a, let's go do a sneak check. You got it. <laughs> Critical fail. One. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jesus fucking. Ugh. All right. So you walk over to the fruit vendors and I, you were doing your best to pay attention to what the soldiers were saying. Mm-hmm. And you hear them talking and you hear the Doberman, the, the one who's apparently in the lead, the one in the center speaking to the guards and you hear her voice. She says, I'm telling you, those people are coming here right now. They're wanted by Beaurepa. You need to post soldiers and we need to get them when they get here. We overheard them talking in the tavern. They're coming here. And just as you hear that, you're not sure what you trip on. It might have been a rock. It might have been a a hole in the ground. But you immediately fall forward and you overturn the fruit vendor's stall. You crash right into it. Apples go rolling. Oranges start, get smushed underneath you, and the vendor immediately goes into yelling at you about how much you owe them for the produce you just oh, destroyed. I, I'm, I am so sorry. I, 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 I don't have any money right now to uh, pay you back, but I, I definitely will pay you back. Are, are you kidding me? You just destroyed my entire day's supply. This was all fresh. I have to throw it all away. No one's going to want to buy this. I, of course not. I mean, now you have the day off, right? <laughs> so the, the vendor stares at you. Yeah, and my kids don't get to eat today. I'm terribly sorry. Um, is is there anything we can do for you guys? Um, maybe we can take this somewhere else. So the ruckus has drawn the attention of the guards standing next to you, and you hear them say, "Give me one moment. I need. I, I need to handle this." What's going on here? Steps up to the stall, looking at you and and Bjorn. Bjorn immediately like pulls his hood down a little bit further over his head, and he looks at you, Toby. Like, what do I do? I uh, tell him like I kind of like scratch my ear a little bit and like tilt my head towards him. It's like uh, talk to the people. <laughs> so he, um, he goes. Oh man, I can't believe you knocked over all this fruit and now a guard's coming to talk to us. 
Gordon, you are standing with uh, with CJ and Dante. Um, you're still about a mile outside of the, the town, and you hear what Bjorn just said. Oh shit! Well, guys, we should we should, they they need help. Um, oh god, there's a big mistake. Big big mistake. They're they're cornered by a guard. What? I don't know. They're. It sounded like they're. They might have been in a tavern. I don't know, but they need some backup. Now, we need to figure so out where go. they are. Um. Well, we're. We gotta start heading there now because okay. they're pretty far out. Okay. Yes. Yes. Let, let's let's go. Let's go right now. God. Uh, um. God. Uh, Bjorn. We we are on the way. Where 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 are you? I can't believe you knocked over all this fruit in the center of town. <laughs> They're in the center. <laughs> brother, can you please call for mother? Um, um, I'm, I'm right away. But wait, he so he he stops and he like helps you get up and he he starts like wiping the fruit off of you and he turns to look at the vendor and he's like, "I'm so sorry, my brother here. He was born with two left paws. He uh, here. I, I, is this enough?" And he takes off his entire money pouch from his his belt. Mm-hmm. And he shoves it. He sh- he shoves it at the, um, the produce person, and the, the vendor like goes looking through the bag, and starts counting the the plastics, and then looks back up at, at you two, and all the fruit that's on the floor. This is, this, this is fine. I, th- it's fine. It's fine. Okay. But the the guard, bad. the guard looks at the two of you, and then at the the vendor, and he. His eyes linger for a moment. And he goes back to talking to the Doberman who's staring daggers at you, Toby. Oh, I guess uh, I'll go. uh, All right, brother, I guess we'll go find to get food somewhere else. Somehow we need to eat also and just head on out. So uh, I head towards, um, which I'm going to call it the soggy dog with Bjorn. Okay. So you, you, you trot off towards that direction. You turn around. Bjorn is stuffing the fruit that had fallen on the ground into his pockets. I heard scurvy's a thing. I don't want to get scurvy. (laughs) He, um, follows after you immediately though, as you begin to move, the guard turns to look at the three Dobermans and then clears his throat as he steps onto a, um, a fallen uh, produce box and the vendors like, Oh my, my cabbages <laughs> and the guard in a very commanding voice says, it has been led to our attention that five individuals wanted by the Borapa guard will be coming to this town. If any of you have any information on these suspects, please come see me. Or any other guard. If you're looking for any information, what they look like, again, please come and speak to us, and we will give you detailed descriptions on everyone. And he steps off the uh, the box, and immediately, Toby, you hear it. You hear the people around you start murmuring and whispering. And what do you think it could be? Do you think it could be something about that attack in the on the Capitol? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe they're horse thieves. Shit like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just all kinds of. Of murmuring, and Bjorn's looking at you, and you can tell in his eyes he doesn't know what to do. 
I I tell him like, oh, it's okay. We'll be calm. We'll be with the others soon. Just let them know we're heading over this way to the tavern. Thank you for listening to Dice Hooligans. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. All you have to do is search for Dice Hooligans. Thank you. Please rate and write a review. We would really appreciate it.